1: higgins welcome to the jeremiah show in 2021 i returned to cabo it had been many many years since i had been there in fact it was back in my early 20s when i was in college and the town felt young then young like i was maybe it was just the time of my life where i was Hitting all the college bars like all the other college kids on spring break. But Cabo San Lucas felt like a party town and it felt young. And I didn't go back for a long time. Now, COVID had just ended. There was a project down in Cabo San Lucas, a hotel that I was working on. And so I returned. And wow the town had changed the to describe it is a little difficult it was mature it felt like some of the best chefs in the world have kitchens and restaurants opened in cabo beautiful hotels but it wasn't all of those things that made an impression this time on me in cabo it was the people and coming from California, coming from post COVID and even pre COVID, the hospitality business has changed and I've been in it all my life. The staff, people that work in the hospitality business have seen to become disenchanted in California. It didn't feel like service, the service that I knew growing up was the priority. It, it felt like hospitality had sort of lost its way. And I was sad about that. You know, but it, it was difficult after COVID, for the restaurateurs that hung on for the staff that hung on and hung in there. It was a difficult time. It had been very, very tough on everyone but the spirit felt lost. And then I went to Cabo and everywhere I went, people were smiling. They were welcoming me into their restaurants, their kitchens. Uh, It felt warm. It felt hospitable. The very basis of the word of, of our business, hospitality business. It was that again. And I'll tell you, it all started with my special guest today. I was introduced to him. He wants me to call him Chef Memo, <laughs> but I was introduced to him as Executive Chef Guillermo. And was I impressed? And it takes a lot to impress me, especially in this business, because I know all the tricks of the trade and I know that sometimes it's a show it's always a show but then every once in a while you find somebody where it's their passion it's their drive in life it's what gets them up and it's what excites them and hospitality becomes genuine you can feel how genuine chef memo is he and his staff welcomed me into Bar Esquina, the Bahia group down there, right off the ocean, a block from our hotel. He welcomed me in and sat me at a great table and one person after another walked by the table and introduced themselves and brought me something and my guests, something, my friends that I was with. Course after course of great food, prepared by chef and his team, his his wonderful team. It was like a being standing in a wave in the ocean, and wave after wave came at you with plates of great food. It was just an a, a, an incredible evening, very memorable, and Chef Memo led. The entire crew, like I've never seen, never witnessed, or very often in my life, I watched him. You can always tell a great restaurant person. I watched him. His eyes moved around the room. They not only noticed my table if my water was half full, but he noticed three tables behind me as he engaged with me and my guests smiling. He was watching and he was, his finger would point and somebody would spring into action and bring some, a table, a dropped fork or replace a plate with another hot plate of food. It was just amazing. It was an orchestra and he was the maestro. He's my special guest today. Executive Chef Guillermo at Bar Esquina. He's going to join us in just a moment. I'll be right back.
0: I am Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe.
2: Hi, this is Ron Sexsmith on The Jeremiah Show, and I'd like you all to check out my latest record. It's called Hermitage, and um, you can find it wherever you find all the other albums you like, and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it too. All
1: right, take care. (laughs) Hey everybody, it's Tim Stack from It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack telling you, asking you to watch the show Sprung on Freevee, Amazon's new free channel. I promise you it's funny, it's got heart, and my shoulder appears in episode three.
0: Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com.
1: Welcome back to The Jeremiah Show. Have you ever cooked a meal for someone? What do you think about when you determine the effect that the dish will have on this person that you're cooking for? What do you think about when you choose each ingredient carefully? When you inspect each ingredient closely? You want to choose just the right one. You want this dish to be perfect. You're chopping, you're preparing the meal, smelling the fragrances of the herbs opening up on the blade of your knife. You're noticing the vibrancy of the colors, the life inside your ingredients. You're adding heat, salt, fat, sugar, butter. Do you think about the person while you're cooking them a meal? Do you love them? My special guest today does. He thinks about you. He thinks about his ingredients. He thinks about everything. He pays attention to the details. And he puts love and he puts passion into each and every dish. And that, if you know, if you've cooked for anybody or more than one person, you know that's not easy. If he's cooking for one person or he's cooking for a packed house, he loves the person he is cooking for. He is giving a piece of himself to each and every dish. And the people that walk through his door, past his open kitchen, he looks up and he smiles, his big warm smile. Those people, they energize him. He is excited by the crowd that gathers around him. For he and his cooks that he treats like family. He knows these people are coming in to be fed and ultimately loved while in his care. He is Chef Guillermo of Barasquina, Bahia Hotel and Beach House, Urban Chic Boutique Hotel, and Los Cabos. He's tattooed. (laughs) He's passionate. He's an artist. He loves to share his passions with you. He's a true chef artist in every sense. Welcome, my friend, Chef Memo to the Jeremiah Show. It is about time. (laughs) I've been trying to get you on this show for a year and a half since I met you.
2: And yeah, actually, actually, we have one year talking talking about this, and I'm really excited about being being here for the first time in my life in a ready show on the Jeremiah show with a guy like you is super amazing. I'm really thankful for this. Thank. you.
1: Well, I, I appreciate that, Chef, and um, I I, I mean every word that I said. I I came home from, what I haven't said yet is uh that i came home from cabo on that trip and i had a new because of you and i'm i'm really not exaggerating here at all you and your your staff uh and beto and uh, you know everybody there it, you treated me so well my friends uh the whole crew on the hotel you gave me you re-inspired me for the business. Like I had kind of lost my passion a little bit because it had become such a drag finding staff training, you know, people not just didn't care as much. And when you go into restaurants that, you know, you're thanking, you're giving over your hard earned money to the staff and you're thanking them, but they're not thanking you back. And it was a whole different experience when I walked into your, your restaurant. Um, and then you took us out on the town and you showed us around, um, the hospitality, hospitality. The your your hospitality uh, was so great, and it was genuine and true. And so I don't know if I've ever thanked you enough for for that trip, and it really inspired me. And so I really, I, I wanted to put you on, get you on the show, and I, I want to talk to you about you. I want I want the, the listeners to hear.
2: Well, actually, I, I was remembered about the day, and for me it was a. Uh, well, for all the staff in the, all the crew, it was a really inspiring day because I wrote about you, better talk about you, and I was like super excited. And I was thinking, what am I going to serve to this guy? I don't know. This guy is in the top from the business, so I need to serve something like, I don't know. And I was thinking, thinking and thinking and thinking talking with the crew talking with the cooks talking with the with beto actually what this guy likes what this, it all crew really likes so i i remember one vegan you and other guys does, doesn't eat like peanuts and stuff like that and i was okay i need to improvise and. But this is my best thing in the world, because I really enjoy when I'm thinking about the person who come to the restaurant and thinking about the ingredients, thinking about the the respect we need we, we to put up into every dish we put of, out of the kitchen. And I was, oh my god, this is a really big deal. This is going to be the, the dinner. This is going to be the dinner. For me, it was like uh, making a, a contest for a Oscar or Pogoku's Galardon or something like that. And the people were super scared. And I took to the crew, hey, we do what we do, and we do it together because we always do this. We need to be all trustfully teaching for the reason we are here. So right now, we're breaking the rules. We're breaking everything. We're going to break some souls. because We need to put the souls in every dish and put into us in everything. And I was like, uh, what did I say? I said something so poetic, so poetic, and like, ah. Uh, uh. But it was really amazing that you know for me was my first trial for the big ones you know the big people <laughs> who, people who really knows about this business and it was okay we can do it we can do it
3: it's gonna be amazing thank you thank you for you, coming
1: thank you. you did it and your your staff did it but it you just said something a moment ago um, what was the line? We do this all the time. Say that again, because you said that this that night. I remember you all your guys lined up, and you said, and you thanked each one of them. You didn't take credit as Mister Big Chef, executive chef. You took, you gave the credit to each person around you. But you said, "We do this." How do you say it? We do this. We do this. And we
2: do it together.
1: We do this and we do it together. And the other thing is
2: we do what we do and we do it together because we do
1: this all the time. We can do it. You know. Tell me about that. Tell me about that philosophy, Chef a Memo, and, and how you instill that in your cooks. Because it's, I really want, if you're, if there's a lot of listeners here that are going to Cabo. I mean, I talk to friends that are going to Cabo every single week, it seems like, and I want them to come by and see you, but, and, and watch and see for themselves that come to your restaurant and, and watch you in action. You have a passion for the business, but you also have a passion for the people that you're feeding. And just as importantly, the people that you're working with. How do you instill that philosophy? Now, what is your philosophy around food and life and you know because you you have a lot of good thoughts about it it's a really I, good
2: question because being like a chef being a cook is super hard super important to respect all the ingredients also if you have the respect for your ingredients you don't have the respect for the people who come to the restaurant if you wanna if you can respect the people who come, you need to be inspired. You need to be you need to inspire the people who work with you in the kitchen because they need to feel the passion, they need to feel the respect, they need to feel the the people who are coming to the restaurant and they are paying. And they are not paying like one dollar, they are paying a really good check. So they, has to, they need to be really interested about that for the shift because the shift is, I don't know, the shift is like our category, the shift is our, our way. The shift we have in the restaurant, in the kitchen, in the dinner service is more like a religion. They, they have to feel like we're serving this, we are, we're, we're a team. We are like some bees working for uh, beautiful people. And then the people become in like an orchestra, as we say it. And I'm the maestro.
3: Yeah. And
2: I'm nothing without them. I'm nothing without them. The people need to feel that philosophy because it's so hard to put into their brains. It's super hard because you need to Inspire them every day, and put it some new techniques, new dishes, new flavors, new new style. It's super hard, but I really enjoy that.
1: Well, uh, I I walked to the restaurant when I was there, when you before you were open, and I watched everybody running around getting and running around isn't the right word they they moved. Uh, kind of in tandem and unison, they, there was a flow to it, uh, to your kitchen staff and the wait staff as they were setting up. Um, it was It's a sign of a great kitchen. And when you see it, you know it. The way the staff moved together, the way they set up and prepped. Yeah. Um, and you weren't there yet. So they were doing this without you watching them. It wasn't that, hey, the boss is here. you were going to get in trouble. <laughs> They were doing it without you. And I was so impressed by that. That's a skill. Like what, what, why do you think they follow you the way that they do your staff? Why, why do you think it works so well? A bar Sometimes you need to give them a break
2: from me because I'm always asking for them for the, the 100% of the purpose. They need to feel like hey, the chef is here. We need to do the best work in the kitchen right now. Hey, the chef isn't here. But if he if he can be here, if he wouldn't be here if we do this really wrong, they're like, no, this is wrong. It doesn't work. Because they start thinking like me. I don't know if it's like a really good thing or a bad thing but they are thinking like me the the excellence the perfectionist and the the skills the passion the flavors the feeling is like a mix for everyone and they need to work i don't have to be there in the kitchen because they are really good trained. They had a really good training. Not only for me, only because I have one. I have my boss. My boss is Andrés Brecamontes. He's uh, the the corporate corporative chef from the enterprise. And he told me, it's your kitchen. Do whatever you need to do with the people. Your kitchen, do it, and take thanks to him. I feel free. I feel free to do whatever I want. Because that confidence you have in me is like what well, the confidence I put into the, the guys in the in the in the crew and now the crew works together. The crew works if I wasn't there, they have to work. They need to work. They have to we have a
1: little service. So do you would you say that part of your success and the success of your crew is that they have a freedom you give them, you show them respect as your boss has showed you, and you give them although there are rules there are recipes to follow there are procedures and um, principles in the kitchen they know that you stand behind them that you want them to have that a little bit of freedom like you do and to learn you that you that you more than anybody else is wants them to succeed. You think that's a part of why they respect you so well and that the kitchen runs so well? Yeah. They and feel the food tastes so good. <laughs> yeah. If the food doesn't taste good, doesn't doesn't work.
2: But they have that new shape into their brains. It's like we need to do better. We need to do this better. Because we don't have craft, we don't walk like behind, we work in forest like in front where we are like a crowd of beers working for new flavors and catching some fishes into the water with their hands, and they feel like ah oh, I need to take this dish for a lot of food and a lot of passion and I need to putting to my best into this and they are thinking like that right now they don't feel like scared they feel like oh, we're braves we're warriors we are a fucking uh damn team sorry about that, <laughs> sorry about that.
1: <laughs> they've got that sense. well i mean that's it's boiling up in you right now like you're probably I can see it in you. You're like, where's my kitchen? I want to get in there. I need to create. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, I think it's a, it's a, it's a really great thing to see. And uh, it gave me, I can't give you enough credit for this because you, you and your staff really gave me a, uh, almost a rebirth in a way of, of my faith in this business that I've dedicated my life to as well. So Um, It just made me very happy to see it all happen. And and the food was amazing. Um, We are talking with executive chef Guillermo, chef Memo, if you see him on the floor. And if you go to Bar Esquina, you will see him. He's out there pretty much every night, every day at the bahia hotel and beach house it's an urban chic boutique hotel in los cabos right down there on the beach across from Sur. um it's just it's just beautiful the chef and his crew are absolutely amazing it's the place to be seen and see in fact I had some friends down there last week, uh, and Chef took just a couple days ago. You took great care of our own angel babies, the Angel Baby Show here at the radio station, um, and uh, yeah, you you took care of uh, Ava Lynn and her sisters Elise, um, her mom. Oh yeah, yeah. You just It was, it
2: was crazy because uh, last night. Um, That day, on Sunday, between Saturday and Sunday was a crazy day. And I was dealing with something who happened to my car and my house. Uh, Everything was well. Then the the manager of the restaurant, Melissa, talked to me and told me, Hey, the girls are here. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) They are there but the reservation was different. All right, I'm going, I'm coming there. <laughs> and when I met there, met them, the girls were like, oh my gosh, there's so a beautiful the angel baby were there and <laughs> I was like I wasn't like expecting that. I I was super nervous. The mother, the daughters, the baby, the angel's baby. I was like, oh my gosh. What I'm gonna do. What I'm gonna do is the best thing that we can do. Let's improvise. And the and the meal, the lunch was super good because I was thinking, oh, the best dishes, the best, the best, the best, the best. But maybe I wasn't thinking really well because I was thinking about ah, it's a super dinner, super beautiful lunch, super na no, na no, na no. come, on. it's a family. It's a family trip. Yeah. You you really need to think about that. It's a family trip. They need to share. They need to share the beaches. They need to feel the atmosphere. They need to feel the weather of the of the restaurant. They need to feel this hour of the day because at this hour of the day, you're not gonna serve like a porterhouse house or caviar or something like that, you know. You need to serve something like super light super fresh super happy it was a happy lunch and they were like thank you and i was like thank you to yoga for coming here for for everything for me it was it did, did you get really Ava
1: to play for you you know she was on the voice and uh she's a great singer yeah she's a really great singer she did the same, but I know, she's a really, <laughs> so, really great singer. So, Chef, I don't know if you know this, but they sent me pictures throughout the lunch. So, I'm looking at all the food that you prepared. And then, let me tell you what, I'm going to read you exactly what Ava Lynn said. Literally, the best food we've ever tasted. Thank you so much for setting this up. He was the kindest man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then I've got pictures of you and your, it looks like your sous chef. Um, but I've looked at the food—literally the best food they've ever tasted. This is uh, yeah. my guest today, Chef Guillermo, Chef Memo. He's at Bar Esquena for from the uh, Bahia Bahia Group, the Bahia Bahia Hotel Bahia. and Beach House, Bahia Hotel yeah. and Beach House, urban chic boutique hotel in Los Cabos. Check it out at bahiacabo.com, B-A-H-I-A-Cabo.com. They're on Instagram at the same handle. And check out uh, Guillermo's Chef uh, Memos Instagram at bcguillermo Guillermo, B-C Guillermo on Instagram. And we'll be right back.
0: Welcome, Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on CORE Radio. Keep on rocking to the CORE. CORE Radio, the Jeremiah Show, airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursday. Core Radio. rocks.
1: Hello, my name is Anais Reno. I'm a jazz singer based in New York City, and you're listening to the Jeremiah Show. And sometime soon, I will be coming out with a new record with the great Peter Bernstein on guitar, David Wong on bass, and Joe Farnsworth on the drums. I'm very excited about it, but since that is not out yet, in the meantime, if you want, you can listen to my debut record called Love Something" Thing with the Emmett Cohen Trio, in which we celebrate the music of Duke Ellington and Billy Strayhorn. Thank you so much, happy listening.
0: And we're back with the Jeremiah Show.
1: back to the Jeremiah Show. My special guest, Chef Memo, or Chef Guillermo Bar Esquina from Bahia Group, the Bahia Hotel and Beach House down there. Sir is across the street, which I think is part of the group as well. Um, sure. So, yeah, we're back in Cabo with my favorite chef. Uh, welcome back, Chef Memo. All right. So you were born and raised in La Paz, Baja, California. Your birthday, by the way, my friend, I don't know if you know, this is very close to mine. Um, I'm not going to give it out there, but maybe I should. That everybody can bring you presents on your birthday. But your resume reads like the poet that you are. You are the son of a dedicated working mother. You're a middle child. You're always restless and unsatisfied. You're a music lover and obsessed with the little details. Yeah. So let's so actually, talk about when your passion for cooking started because it was at a very young age, as I understand. Yep. What happened? How did you get a passion for cooking? It was really weird because I, I,
2: this memory is the most important memory in my life for my way into becoming a chef. It was my grandmother, my step grandmother come to the town and come to my house and she prepared like a salsa she prepared like a green salsa into a mocajeto mocajeto is like a, I don't know what is the translation for that it's Like a, um, like
1: like uh, in a stone but, bowl
2: kind of like a stone, a stone yeah. with a bowl and stuff like that she prepared a salsa and she put some Weird ingredients into it. I don't know what they were, and I was like looking at her, and I was, what is she preparing? She looks like a witch, or she's making <laughs> witchcraft. I don't know what is she making. And then she gave me a a chip with salsa, and I tasted, it. and it was the first time in my life I tasted a really hot and spicy sauce. And I was like, uh, you know, the feeling when you say something like that, like a. Yeah. And then I was, what is this? And she told me, did you like it? Yes. I want more. (laughs) This hurts, but I like it. (laughs) It hurts so good.
3: I love it.
1: (laughs) And okay,
2: taste more. And I started seeing something into the bowl. Something like red things pieces into that south and i asked her what is this it's a green sauce, but what is that red thing into the south you really want to know yeah those are worms oh. worms <laughs> worms i was like five years old and i was eating worms <laughs> was really yeah you like it yes do one more yes all right and that that is my first memory into the my gustative things in my life and that's what who started in this the second thing in my life my grandfather Teach me how to make the best Cuba Libre in the world, he told me. He used to have a cantina, like a bar. In Mexico, we used to have these cantina, these bars, and they serve you drinks. And then then they send you some fruits, like taquitos, tacos, milk tacos, or sofas, quesadillas, sopa, something like that. Meanwhile, your stay, stay they're drinking, they send you food. It's like a really good deal because you can drink a lot. You pay for the drinks and the food is super cheap because you don't have to put a lot of money into the food because it's just for the, the balance between the drink and the food. Mm-hmm. And then he used to have this bar and he was really passionate about that and when i met him because i met him in my three years old or something like that my first picture with my grandfather he was uh, i don't know what is the translation for that he used to work with bulls and was like a torpedo and that was my friend's impression about him and then he come to La Paz he visit my mother rest in peace and he told me what do you like oh the spicy food what do you like most the worms okay I have this salt is made with worms I have this this rum and this Coca Cola, and we want to make uh, the best brains in the whole world. Which one? And I remember his songs from his throat. <laughs> I remember that. This is one of my beautiful <laughs> memories in my, in my brain. The other memory I had in my brain. My mother used to be a really awful in the kitchen. Awful? Awful.
1: <laughs> like a not a good awful. cook? Awful. <laughs>
2: she didn't know how to make a really good meal or anything. But she was so beautiful working in the kitchen, putting a lot of effort for my sister and, and I. She put a lot of effort into it. She, oh, she told me in those times. I I don't work in the kitchen, but I can make a really good meal for my my sons. And she told me, this is the big rule I have for everyone. Someday, I'm going to be, I'm not going to be here. So you need to learn how to cook. Because if you want to find someone who cooks for you, you don't work as a person. You need to cook for everyone. You need to cook for you, for the lovers, for the sons, for the family. Because you're putting your heart into every dish you can make. Not for a restaurant. She Mm -hmm. never told me about something about a restaurant. She only told me you need to put your heart in everything you cook. And for me, that was. My reset as a mind it was like, okay, yeah, she has right. Mm. And then I started cooking for myself, thinking for my family, thinking for everyone, and cooking and making some experiments. And it was, okay, this is my way. I started studying uh, marine biologists. It doesn't work for me because I didn't have the passion, didn't have the discipline. I need to have it for that career. But I start working as a dishwasher, as everyone, as mm-hmm. every chef in the whole world who can say, I am a chef. I start like a dishwasher.
1: I start like it's, a dishwasher. The, it's the heart of the kitchen, as they say, isn't it? Right there, the dish machine and the dishwasher. Yeah, it's the heart of it.
3: Yeah.
2: The confidence in every kitchen in the whole world is the dishwasher because he can see every dish. It gets back like a dirty dish or like they didn't eat everything. they They didn't like it. Mm -hmm. Or they have the bravery, like, I'm going to taste it. Hmm. And they have the real, final word in everything. If you have an issue with your kitchen, you need to ask
1: with this question. That's true. They they knew the truth. They knew everything. They know everything. They see everything. They also... You also control, don't you, the pace of the kitchen? Because if there aren't dishes coming out, the kitchen can't plate them. <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah, the servers, yeah, yeah. you know, the servers can't, they can't turn their tables. I mean, there's so much that rely on these. You think of these positions as as not the most glamorous mm-hmm. and not the highest positions in the house. I, I also think the hosts in a restaurant are, are, are over. They're not looked at with enough they really control the pace as well, them and the dishwashers and, and how much money you're going to make that night by how well they seat all your, ta- your seats and, the t- you know, not only the tables, but the seats. Um, yeah, but th- so that's that's great. So you started out as a dishwasher. We do have to take another quick break, but I did want to ask you a question before we go to break. Okay. There's this light in your eye. I know you can't hear it on the radio, but. If you want to watch, you know, check out this interview on YouTube. Um, you've got a light and a sparkle in your eye. You've had it ever since I've met you. You it's it's who you are. You love life, is my impression. You love just you're passionate about everything, not not just cooking, but that it all comes together in your cooking and your in your restaurant and how you take care of people, all these different interests from from rock and roll to art to writing reading um you know you consume you consume life chef yeah and why do you love life so much before we go to break what is it that where do you draw that spark from
2: okay the thing about life is super beautiful if you don't have a passion for something you're not living and if you feel the living into your life, into the you feel the passion into what are you doing, you feel alive. And if you don't feel alive in anything, you're not living. You are only existing, you're only being like a soul, like a soul without a purpose, you need to have a purpose, and the purpose you can spread into everyone. You need to feel like uh, our goal. And the world is the permanence, the beautiful seeing the little details of life. And if you can look at that, you don't have anything. The life is pure. The life is Everything, the life is in the air, the life is in the music, the life is in the people, the life is in the people, the life is into the plants. the life is in everything. And we put a question about that.
1: Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Chef Guillermo, our chef memo, as he'd like you to call him when you go say hello. He's got a great open kitchen and a great staff at Bar Esquina, the Bahia group his instagram at bc guillermo g i excuse me g u i l l e r m o bahia hotel and beach house where you can find him at the bar Glina urban chic boutique hotel and los cabos bahia we'll be right back <laughs>
0: Check out Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support Radio RadioIndiaAlliance.com.
4: Hi, I'm Frank Costini, chef winemaker of Pitching Post Wines and Pitching Post 2 Restaurant. In Bealton, California, we grill over wood for 70 years. My family and been making wine for 40 years. Pinot Noir specialty. Come visit us here and at Highway 246 in Bealton. And you're listening to the Jeremiah Show. Hey, it's Tim Stack. And having been in show business for so long, I have a lot of really funny friends, and you can hear them all on It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. That's part of the Jeremiah Show.
1: So listen. Back to the jeremiah show i got a very special guest a uh, friend that i met a couple years ago he runs one of the best restaurants if not the best in cabo san lucas in my opinion bar esquina from bahia group uh, it's right down there in the waterfront of the beach across from uh, near the office like if you remember that from your college days the office buckets of beer that's where you can kind of find him. stumble around you'll find it I got to say, this is, again, one of my favorite restaurants I've ever been to. The Chef Memo, Chef Guillermo, who is our special guest today, just runs a, an incredible operation, and you're going to have a lot of fun. It's a place to, uh, to see, to people watch, and be seen. It's a pretty hot spot in town, and the food is amazing. That brings us almost to the end of our show here with Chef Memo. And I'm going to take his words here and read them to you. He's talking about Bar Esquina. And he says, this place is where I fell in love with cooking. It is the dream of my life. The place where I'm innovag- in, excuse me, innovating my kitchen style. I'm creating my own crew, my rules, my family, the family who will be there for me, and I'm there for them. It's my freak show. <laughs> explain tell us about the love the place that you fell in love with cooking i know you've had a a long career that we we're not able to get to entirety today but we will come back to it chef memo you you've cooked in some really great kitchens and then you you find yourself here at bar esquina if you can kind of catch us up to how you got here and what you love about it and some of the other kitchens that you've worked worked in
2: yeah, actually, when I used to be yeah, a cook in, in Ensenada, Ensenada, for me, my heart of my soul. Is my revered as a cook in my life. Ensenada, for me, was like, thanks to Ensenada, I feel the, the food, I feel the ingredients, I feel the seafood, I feel the veggies, I feel everything because I... I don't know if I see the ingredients like uh, in a steady people who see the music. Yeah. I see the food like that. Wow. I see the, the ingredients like that for me. like my inspiration. Every ingredient, every everything. The people who are doing cooking. I work with Francisco Torrano. Francisco Torrano is one of the best chefs in the whole world. He's from Guadalajara. A restaurant in South Carolina. I thanks to him. I thanks to my my teachers. I thank to Saul Flores. He, he was the first guy who put a little a little grain of rice or cross in me. Anybody took me for any kitchen because anyone thinking about me like And who are you, where are you from? What are you doing here? And he put a little grain of rice in me and thanks to him, I'm who I am right now. And right now, I'm thankful for my family and thanks for the kitchen. I thank for the ingredients and I really thanks for the people who I really work. I really admire my, my crew in the kitchen. Lorena, Lorena is my it's almost like my daughter. She's not like my daughter actually, but I feel I feel like she is my daughter. And we're training her like a new chef. And she's gonna be someday, I hope so. The first chef woman in Barasquina someday. Soon, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I thanks to Felipe Revelo is the managing director in Bajia Group. And thanks to him, I'm here. Andres Bracamonte is my boss and my, my sheriff. Uh, Antonio Caravita. Antonio is my, one of my best friends. Edgar. Uh, all the people who I've been working with. Aldo. Aldo, Api is my little brother. And, one of the, not less, more important people in the world, Beto. Because thanks to Beto, I met you. I met you, Jeremiah. Thanks to Beto. And for me, is one of the most highest experience in my whole life. Till now, meeting people in this business like you, I really admire you. Being here in the Jeremiah the, the show is super exciting. Super, I don't know how to say it. Super, I'm super grateful for this. Thank you. Well, you
1: I'm Maya. grateful for you and thank you for saying that. But I'm really, I'm chef, you like I said, you, uh, there's a mutual r- respect and admiration here, and you reinvigorated me for my business that I started to lose. Uh, faith, and you gave me that energy back, uh, and I and I'll all forever thank you. I can't wait to get back down to Cabo San Lucas and experience the hospitality in your restaurant and the people of Cabo San Lucas. Everywhere I went was, you know, people were so welcoming and so uh, happy and cheerful and and full of life and thankful for the guests that they had. Thankful for, um, you know, I was thankful for the being welcomed in and your and the food and your staff. Uh I just felt like that's the way life should be. It felt like everyone was living down there. And uh you were leading the charge, my friend. I just have one last question for you. Which one? When you made me that meal, was were there worms in my salsa? <laughs> Not that time. Not that time. <laughs> it would yeah. have been really really good joke about that,
2: but uh, it wasn't there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad. <laughs> I, but I'm sure the salsa that your grandmother made was amazing and uh that you that you could duplicate it well. Um I'll, you'll have to work me towards worms slowly. <laughs> <laughs> the worms and the, the bugs. Um, and I got to try that cu- uh, cuba libre your grandfather taught you how to make. What was so special about it? Was it just that you were, you were doing it with your grandfather, or is there? I wasn't making, Magic I ingredients? was making my own cuba libre.
2: I was like seven years old making a cuba libre, and I tasted it and I really liked it.
1: That's why you liked it, the experience so much, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it washed down uh, the salsa that you that you made with your grandmother very well, I'm sure. Yeah. Well my friend, it's so good to see you. Uh, thank you for taking care of the angel babies when they were in town last week on the fourth for the fourth of July. Thank you for taking care of uh, me and all of the guests that come through, Bar Eskina. You've got to go see. Can they come by and say hi? I want everybody to come by and say hi to you, Jeff Memo. Mm-hmm. I know, I know I you know I definitely. know you love it. So uh, I love all right. It. So once again, follow Chef Guillermo at B C Guillermo. So G-U-I-L-L-E-R-M-O on Instagram. And go see him even better and taste his food at Barasquina from Bahia Group, Bahia Hotel and Beach House, Urban Chic Boutique Hotel. Los Cabos. Yes, it is BahiaCabo.com and on Instagram at Bahia Cabo Hotel. Chef Memo, thank you. I'll see you soon, I hope. See you soon, Guillermo. Thank you for having me here on your show. And
2: I hope uh, we enjoy talking with you. And someday we we'll come
1: back. I hope soon. I want to be here. And if you ever get to Santa Barbara, I got to return the favor and the hospitality to you. So you come up anytime and see me. Chef Guillermo, Chef Memo, go see him. At uh, Bar Eskina. Thanks, sir. Uh, Communicate. But listen more, Dr. D. (laughs) And evolve. Have a great day, everybody.
0: or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve.
3: anymore That cold black cloud is coming
4: down My name's Danny Drayle, Jeremiah. You're loved homes. I love you. I love you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.